This episode of the TGP Wrestling Podcast is sponsored, of course, by Future or F-U-T-R, should you prefer. They are an independent wrestling company hailing from Sutton and Ashfield in Nottinghamshire, but they do also cover Sheffield as well. They have an amazing show coming up on the 23rd of December, Snowmageddon. Tickets are on sale now at futrwrestling.sumupstore.com. Get on there, get your tickets, go down and see a fantastic wrestling show. There's some amazing matches already been announced. So get on the website, get yourself down. We've got amazing matches such as Alton Form versus Sash. Chaos is going to be appearing. Sam Kenny is going to be appearing. And we have the massive main event, Jason Joshua versus Gallus. Career versus title. Tickets are only £7. This is not an event you're going to want to miss. Now, on to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Friday Feast. Hello and welcome back to the TGP Wrestling Podcast. This is the Friday Feast Extra. We've got a new, another episode for you today. And that reason is, and I'm going to get we're going to get straight into it because it doesn't need much introduction today. Alton Fawn has got some words to say to Sash. And I'm going to call him Sash because he doesn't like being called Sash. He wants his full name. So I'm going to just call him his short name just to piss him off. Uh, Alton, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. So, you know, without further ado, let's get into it. You know, let, let's let's shoot the fact. You know, it, it what he said was pretty harsh. He said some pretty, pretty horrible things. I'm not going to talk a lot on this episode. I'm going to let you go in on him. So what are your thoughts, first thoughts on what he said to you? Well, firstly, I listened to the podcast and um, I think, you know, it, it was a good show. I think you did the best that you could with an arrogant guest who was trying to talk over you all the time and like being dismissive. So I think you, you do a good job, but it was hard to listen to because let's be honest, all Sash does is talk about how brilliant he is and self you know, I'm not, I don't know what your rules are on swearing, so I'll try and keep my... Go for language. it, mate. No, no, go for it. Well, go at the end it. of the day, like, this, this is Sasha's MO. This is what he always does. He tries to steal the spotlight. He pretends like he's not bothered about anything, not scared. But if you listen to that pod, podcast back again that you did with him, you can tell he's, you can tell he's panicking. He's, he's saying things like, well, maybe this match won't happen at all. He's still trying to find a way out now. Like, You've got a man saying, I, I've not seen anything from Alton Fawn that would suggest to me that he does anything different to anybody else I've ever faced. And then the next sentence, he's saying, well, he's a deathmatch guy that fights in barbed wire and in cacti. Sash has never faced anybody like that. Sash has never, ever faced anybody like me. And he is fooling himself entirely if he thinks he's just going to walk through this. He doesn't think that. He's terrified. He is shitting himself. And that's that's the honest truth of the matter. I, I got the vibe from him when we were talking that I think he, the, the more he believes himself, the more he says stuff and believes his own hype, the more he kind of thinks yeah. that he'll win and he thinks it'll be comfortable. 
Yeah, yeah, I think I think he does convince himself, but it takes a lot of convincing when he's facing a guy like me. Like he's saying stuff like, "Well, he's not an athlete. He's fat. He's a, he's so, that that's one of his lazy things, right? He does a lot of fat shaming and calls me fat, but he neglects to mention the fact that I've been doing this for nine years against the absolute best in the country. I face machines like. Gabe Kidd and Joseph Connors and people that can go and go and go. And I've beaten. On top of that, I'm a black belt in judo. I've been doing boxing since I was five years old. He wants to talk about an athlete. He's got no idea. Has he ever, has he ever faced um, three guys twice the size of him in a national championship? No, he hasn't. Right? So let's not talk about athletes. I might be a little bit heavier than him. I might, you know, he might have a point when he says that I could be a little bit fitter. That is true, right? And that's something that I have to deal with on, of my own accord. But to suggest for a second that I'm not athletic or can't handle somebody like it, it, it it's beyond laughable, mate. It's beyond laughable. <laughs> well, there's a lot. There's a lot of emotion here, and you know what? What the things he said. If someone said that about me, look, I, I, I'd be fuming, mate. I'd be, I'd be all over it. I'd be like. You know, I want to, I want to say my bit and stuff as well. So obviously, I don't, I definitely don't want to stop you doing that. Look, some of the things he said, I want to get onto them. So he says that he's not bothered about if it's a good match. He's not bothered about any of that. He's going to get through it. He's going to get paid. He's going to move on. That attitude that he has towards wrestling. Do you think that's maybe a bit counterproductive? So he says he wants to bring back the the brilliant wrestling. He wants to rid the wrestling world of a lot of evils and stuff. Having that attitude, does that contradict his point maybe a little bit? 100%. Yeah, 100% it does. Um, but I will say in this occasion, like personally, like I've always been um, about giving the fans the best experience possible, right? Like, it's a legitimate sport. You want to win, but the if you're not entertaining people, why are they gonna why aren't they gonna keep coming back? So usually I, I'd be dead set against what he's saying there, but in this instance. I don't care if it's a good match either, if I'm being completely honest, because all I want to do is tear his head off, right? I don't care if this match lasts a minute, two minutes. I don't care if anybody in the crowd is entertained. This is this has gone beyond personal now. Like, here you go. Here's an example. Some of the stuff that he was saying on the podcast before, he was talking about um, how there's been little things happening at my house, right? But he didn't go into any detail. And yet there's videos floating around online of him like getting people to cut off my water, getting people to cut off my electricity. He's just basically trying to inconvenience me out of the match, trying to persuade me that if I don't drop out of this match, then he's going to cause me, my wife, you know, all the people that I actually care about issues in my personal life. Right. That's the truth of the matter. He didn't really go into that in any detail, but he's made this personal, right? Beyond personal. So I'm with him. I don't I don't care. I don't care if this is a good match or not. I'm literally there to, like I said in the promo the other day, I'm there to tear his head off and punt it into the fourth row. I've never looked forward to a fight more than this in my life, and I've been fighting my whole life, right? So, yeah, I do. I, I agree with you. I think what you're saying is counterproductive, but... In this specific circumstance, it is what it is. If this match lasts one minute, I'm fine with that. Do you think he's underestimating you going into this match, though? No. Yeah, no, he knows. He knows what I'm about. He's not underestimating me. He's panicking. He's trying to do anything he can to get out of it because he knows 
firsthand what I'm about. He said, you can tell how much I listen to this podcast, right? Because he was saying um, that he said he's been traveling up and down the country. And I know that's a cliche. No, it's not a cliche. It's what I've been doing. And it's not just this country. It's not just Liverpool and Manchester and Morecambe and all these places I go to week in, week out. I've been travelling to Wales this year. I've been travelling to Scotland. I've been bleeding in every city in this country and in other countries. He knows what I'm about. Don't fall for his bullshit, right? He knows and he's terrified. That's why he's already talking about bringing Franco Fate along. Because he needs other people to be there to protect him because he's scared for his life. You think he maybe, you know, introduces a couple of people, you know, like if it's not going his way or he's, you know, he's getting beat up or he's getting a little bit on the back foot. Do you think he's got a backup plan for you? Yeah, yeah of course he has. He's got money. He's got money coming out. Like everything to him can be bought and sold, right? This is why when my wife was saying, why are you letting him mess around with a house. This goes beyond wrestling now. Like when she was saying that, when she was saying, why don't you just go to the police? My thing was, well, if I go to the police now, then I'm not going to be able to get my hands on him at the show. And he's just going to tie me up with legal costs for the next 10 years. Because that's what he does, right? He um, he uses his wallet to buy people like Gallas, to buy people like Franco. I have no doubt that if he can, he will try and get other people involved. Because at this point, it's not about him beating me. It's about him running, running from me and just making out like he wants a fight that he's constantly running away from. So this is At this point in time, it's very clear to everyone listening, this is beyond personal. This this is a, a level that we might not have seen in wrestling before. This is really, really personal. So, Yeah, yeah it is. He's, he brought my wife into it. He's mentioning my fucking wife in promos. That's never happened before. I've been in this business for nearly 10 years and that's never happened before. Who the... I'm trying to... <laughs> I don't want to just like shout through your, through your podcast, so I'm trying to stay calm, but you can tell, right? I'm like... like he's. This has got... You're right, this has gone beyond wrestling. It's gone way beyond wrestling and he's threatening to do more. He's threatening to do more. And I'll tell you something else as well. He blames all this on me. He says, this is my fault that I started targeting him. That's not strictly true. Now, what happened was, a couple of years ago, Sash rode into Future Wrestling, a company that I love, a company that I'm passionate about. And he rode in with his cronies, who he'd paid off, and him and his cronies start sweeping up all the belts, right? And then what happens is... BDK see what he's doing and they start using all the numbers advantages and sweeping up all the rest of the belts. So now in future wrestling, we've got two big squads with all the belts. And the reason for that is Sash. He started that happening. He started this trickle of cheating and lying. And if we're talking about what makes a show successful, what makes it entertaining, it's not the bad guys beating everybody up every week, is it? It's not. What people want to see is, is a fair fight. What people want to see is genuine competition. And there ain't never been a fair fight since those guys started running through the company. So this wasn't personal. This was about future wrestling. I was sick and tired of seeing people like Sash 
storm through future wrestling, ruining a company that I love. So that's why I targeted him. It was nothing to do with personal anything. I targeted him for a wrestling purpose. And he said, well, if you want to get involved in my business, that is personal. Well, now, now it's not about wrestling anymore. Now it's about revenge. Now it's about getting my hands on the person who has been doing everything he can, everything in his power to... <sighs> Sorry. Now, you, look, you don't have to apologise. You don't have to calm yourself down for us. You know, we, we want this raw and unedited. You know, that that's where, that's how we work. That's how we, you know, do our interviews. Look, I, I can tell, and everyone listening can tell how, how personal this has become. You know, you mentioned it might have been him that made it personal. Is there any reason why you think he did? Um, yeah, I, I, do, I think it's because he knows that I'm the biggest threat to his... Um, to the hold that he's got over future wrestling. And I think his thing is, he knows he can't beat me in the ring, so he's trying to beat me outside of it. Um, he thinks that if he can pressure... He knows I'm a family man. Like, inside the ring, I'm a completely different animal. Like, I make that quite clear on social media. Alton Fawn in the ring and me and my personal life, two totally different things. So him trying to blend the two is purely to try and get me to back away from it. Well, it's not going to happen because there are certain things that are more important, right? Like integrity, like like honour, like dignity and respect and like treating fans like they deserve to be treated rather than mugging them off, right? That, that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. He's just, he doesn't want it to be about wrestling anymore because he knows that in a wrestling ring, I'll tear him apart. It, it seems to me, from you know, from an outsider looking in, for someone that you know, we've got to be impartial. You know, you know, like I, I, we can't take sides in any feud. Uh, but it seems to me that the reason he wants to get in your head and the reason that he's doing all of this is because he thinks that he uses that anger against you in uh, you know Snowmageddon. Are you worried about that? Are you concerned about that at all? My my friend, I have been using anger to my advantage for years. You think you can be a deathmatch wrestler without having some something inside you that's just brimming to break out. You think you can throw yourself into glass and get get hit with barbed wire and, you know, put, I, I had my wife pulling cacti needles out of my back last week. Last week. So he could try and get me as angry as he wants, but I, I work best when I'm angry. Right? All he's done is he's had made his own bed and now he's got a lie in it. And I just want to say this as well, because Sash wanted to make some boxing references. He wanted to make some comparisons. Well, Sash, here's one for you. I'm Mike Tyson. You're Michael Spinks. This match is going to last two minutes before I cave your face in and destroy your career. And that's what I'm coming for now. This ain't about wrestling anymore. It's not even about personal. I'm, I'm coming for your career because I'm done with this. I don't want to ever see you again. I don't want to sit in a meet and greet with you again. I don't want to have to watch one of your boring ass one minute promos that are exactly the same every single fucking time again. So this is personal, beyond personal now. It's not about any of that. It's about ending this permanently.
that this is a mission to remove him from future wrestling as well. Yeah, then. But it's a mission to do whatever it takes to just get rid of him. Just be rid of him. Just get just get rid of the stink of Sash that's been stinking up the East Midlands, the Midlands, wherever else he's travelling at the moment for way too long. That's what this is about. Well, look, I, I, I think that anyone listening to this wouldn't be a wrestling fan if they weren't excited to see this matchup. You know, it's, it's going to be an absolute slugfest. And look, what I said, I gave Sash the opportunity at the end of our episode when we spoke to have any last words for you. Now, his last words for you, to be completely honest, didn't feel sincere. It was more of a, you know, he's laughing it off, he's joking and stuff. Is there anything you want to tell Sash before this match happens? Sash, you're lucky, right? The truth of the matter is you're lucky because this is a family show. If I was being me, if I was really being Alton Thorne, if we were getting down to the nitty gritty, there'll be nothing left of you by the time we're done, except for a dark pool in the middle of the ring. You are lucky that this is a non-stipulation match. You are lucky that all I get to do is tear you apart with my bare hands. Because rather than come out of this torn to pieces, rather than come out of this in multiple bags being carried out of the building, you might just leave on a stretcher. You're lucky, Sash. You're lucky. That's all I've got to say. Well, if you if you haven't bought your tickets for Snowmageddon yet, please somebody tell me why you haven't bought them yet because this card and this some of these ma matches are going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, just to give you a bit of a reminder, uh, like we have, have been doing the last couple of episodes, Snowmageddon is on the 23rd of December at the Grosvenor Rooms in Sutton and Ashfield. Um, tickets are on sale now at uh, futrwrestling.sumupstore.com. Uh, it, it's seven quid. And to be honest, seven quid just to see Alton Ford and Sash have an absolute slobber knocker. You've already got your money's worth. Never mind some of the fantastic matches that are going to be on this card. Just but, don't expect the match to be long. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think, I think after what you've said, I don't think there's anybody that's expecting this match to be anything... It's not. This isn't going to be a, a Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. This is going to be an absolute war, and, and, and I think everyone's excited to see it. And again, I do just want to very quickly, like, I want to apologise. I know I've just spent, like, 20 minutes shouting down my mic, and I'm aware it's probably not the most, but, you know, it, it is what it is. He's got me heated at the moment. Everyone understands where you're coming from. Everyone understands this raw emotion that's coming from you, and to be honest... I think that people, if anything, are going to be in your corner at Snowmageddon thinking, I want this guy to kick, kick the living shit out of Sash, to be honest. Um, of course, we're impartial. You know, we might not be off air, but we are impartial, at least on air. So, look, we're all looking forward to this match. We're all looking forward to what is going to be an amazing event. If you haven't bought your tickets, go and get your tickets now. It's going to be well worth seeing. But that is all the time we've got time for today. Alton, thank you so much for coming on, mate. And... Good luck for the match. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Goodbye.